In this Sikha, the Rebbe explains a great many Rashis, all of them on uh, the interpretation that Rashi gives. It's a Midrashic interpretation that Rashi gives on the items that were brought by the Nasiim. He speaks it specifically on the second day, Nisanul Ben Sur, Nasiyah Sachar. So he explains every item in the in the carbonus that they brought and the different offerings that they brought. They weren't all carbonus. That how it uh, inter- is how it's interpreted medrashically. So I think we'll go through it quickly. So then later in the sicha we'll be familiar, even if we don't remember every single thing that he said, but we'll be familiar with where it's going. He says um, he found the Yisaidish or Moshe Darshan Matsasi in the uh, commentary of Moshe Darshan. I found the following. First of all, that uh, Nisana Mutsur was the one that gave them the idea to bring these carbonas. Then he goes on, Karas Kesef, a silver bowl. So he says the, uh, the Gematri is Tof Tof Kuf Lamed, 930, which corresponds to the age of Adam Arishan. Shloishim Amei it was uh, thir- uh, 130, the weight was 130. Because uh, Adam Arishim was 130 when he began to have children. I shouldn't say began, but when he had uh, children, Shase. Mizrak Echad Kesef, one bowl of silver, is the numerical value of 520, because Noyach was 500 years old when he, uh, when he had his children, and 20 years that the Xayra of the Mabel was instituted before uh, his children were born. That's 520 altogether. It weighed Shivan 70 shekel, uh, uh, corresponding to the 70 nations of the world that came from Noyach. One um, spoon of full of Tairus, that goes, uh, that corresponds to the Taira, which was given from Kaf, means a spoon, but it also means a hand. So it was given from the hand of Hashem. Ten uh, weighs uh, ten gold uh, weights or whatever. Again, that corresponds to the Aseris Adibris. Filled with Ketairis. The gematria of Ketairis is Tafreshud Gimel, like the mitzvahs, as long as you follow a certain code. Par Echad, one bull. Uh, that, that corresponds to Avram, who said, who, about whom it says, Vayikach ben Bakr, he took a bull to feed to the angels. Ayel echad, one ram, corresponds to Yitzchok, Vayikach is ayel. By the Akedah, they took an ayel instead of Yitzchok. Keves echad, one lamb, goes, is, corresponds to Yaakov, as it says, and Yaakov separated the lambs uh, when he was working for Lovan. One goat to atone for the selling of Yosef, about whom it said that they shechted a goat to cover up the, the fact that they sold him. For the Shlomim, there were two, bull, uh, two uh, cattle. This corresponds to Moshe and Aaron, who bring peace between the Yidden and Hashem. That's why a Shlomim, uh, they bring peace, Shlomim from the word of peace. There were three different types um, of lambs. Um, this is three um, three different types, three different species, corresponding to the Kainim, Levim, and Yisraelim, and also corresponding to Torah, Nevi'im, Maksuvim. Three times five, because there were three, five Elim, five Atudim, and five Kvasim. Why are there five, three times five? 
One is uh, corresponds to the five chumashim. One corresponds to the five of the dibris that were written on one tablet, and the other five of the seris adibris that were written on the other tablet. Till here is from Yisaidish from Rabbi Moshe Darsh. That's the Rashi's that the Rebbe is now going to explain. In the parsha from Karbonus and Nesim by Tzaitin Nasi, in the parsha of the Karbonus of Nesim by the second Nasi, bring Rashi Arab. Rashi quotes me Yisaidish from Moshe Darshan from the teaching of Rabbi Moshe the Darshan as the protem for the Karbonus and Nesim and the Meramas of that the details of what they brought in their Karbonus correspond to certain things. Karas Kesev is begimatia tovkov flamak and Egushnesholamarishan. The uh, the silver the Karas Kesev is as I said corresponds to other Marishan. Mizrakechat Kesev Oshem Noyach. The bowl was for Noyach. Kaf Achas Kenegadat Teira. One uh, one spoon like at the hand Hashem gave us the Teira from His hand. Par Echad Ayel Echad Keves Echad. And Kenegadi Talad Avos. They correspond to the four patri the three patriarchs. The goat was for the to atone for the selling of Yosef. The three different species are they correspond to the Kainan Levitim Yisraelim and so on. Pavos brings Rashi Bechlaudir Mosim in the Karbonus and Why is it Rashi tells us about these uh, Medrashic interpretations of what the the items that the Nesim brought correspond to. And in for Remez with Drush, since it's Remez and Drush, Beizam Pirish Zaldar Chapshat, and Rashi usually sticks to the Pshat. When Oibyan, even if he does bring up Medrash, Fabos Hotter is the Arabkebrach from Tzveten Nasi, why over here did he bring this interpretation by the second Nasi, Nishlach Bamesh Nasi? Why didn't he explain it by Nachshinim and Aminod of the first? time that we encounter all these items that were brought so it's already been explained by the Rebbe one time in a different Sikha Baruch at Lent over there Ados is the Farvaz by Rashi Nishver Favaz the Pasek Chazet Iba Vayed Nasi Bazunder Rashi has the question why does the Pasek repeat reiterate the entire series of things that each Nasi brought again and again 12 more 12 times the Allah Prater Kabonis, all the details, Vibalze, Malagebracht, the Zelda Kabonis, since they all brought exactly the same thing, Vod Givengenux, then Unheim de Kunzweit Nasi, it would be enough if beginning from the second, of course, listed by the first Nasi that brought on the first day, and then starting from the second Nasi, so the Posig Zogm by Yedem von die Weite de Genesim, the Posig should simply tell us in regards to each one of the following eleven Nasim. That the Nasi of Shimon brought exactly what the, the Nasi of Yehuda brought. Then the Nasi uh, going through the different and they brought the same thing again and again. Rather than to reiterate all the details again and again. The Fun Nemt Rashi Arais. And therefore, because of this question, Rashi takes from this. As that each Nasi, when he brought his Karbonus, he wasn't simply doing the same thing that the, that the first Nasi did, or that the Nasi before him did, or any other Nasiim before him did. He had a completely separate, different set of um, Kavonus. He had, he, it meant something different to him. 
for seine Behesem zum Inyam Teichen for seine Shevet something that corresponded more to what his Shevet was like and that's why that's what the, the spoon meant and that's what these animals meant each one represented something that was important and unique to his Shevet it's not that they all did the same thing for the same reason they all did the same thing but for different reasons with different Kavanah's intentions Ubemele is the carbon for Yedin Nasi, for Kavanus HaKarbanus, and therefore the carbon of each Nasi, at least in terms of what was behind it, why he was bringing it, Andesh from the Karbanus, was a completely different carbon than the Karbanus of the earlier Nasiim, and the Farchazet Iber, the Pasig, the Prate Karbanus, Yedin Nasi Bazuna, that's why the Pasig reiterates it again and again, because it's describing something different even though physically they brought the same thing, but it has something else behind it. And why is it that Rashi only tells us one of those things that was behind what was going on? He only tells us what, um, let's say, the Nasi of Shimon gives us one idea of each item of what was behind it. And is this the and does that forever the Ibachazer by Alitz Shvatim Twelve Mol, and somehow explaining to us one kavana behind it is supposed to explain to us why it was repeated twelve times? Nishvi Medrash and not he doesn't go according to what the Medrash said. Vumigifinim by Yed Nasi and under them is for themselves Musul Karban. The Medrash actually tells us a different set of kavanas for each shevet. It repeats twelve times, gives us twelve different interpretations of each object, of each uh, thing that was brought so why doesn't Rashi also give all 12 interpretations if that's what he's trying to do, give us all 12 uh, interpretations is as the far, the reason is that he doesn't is because each matter that each explanation that Rashi gives to each item is not just a detail of that item Rashi gives a general principle gives us a very general description of what or, or general kavana for each item and that general kavana could be divided into 12 different subcategories so Rashi only gives us the general category each one of those by each shevet had a subcategory of that general category when yet the nasi had gehat in the remes kloli and under kavana protest, and each nasi, when he brought it, of course the general principles were as Rashi describes them. But each nasi had a subcategory of each one of these things which pertained that pertained more to his shevet or the way his shevet would interpret that general category. What would be meaningful specifically to his shevet from that general category? The Eklat Dot Barucha is explained over there. In that Sikha that he mentioned before. Base. Tafman Medafa Bafashtain, however, we do still need to understand. Since that Dobra movement, it's a self understood thing as the Ramazim for the Allah Prote Akarm for Yadin Nasi, that these Ramazim that were uh, of all the details of these carbonus from each Nasis, and in Ishtamatsamishtal for Fashidani Yanim, are not just pulling together random things and uh, just throwing a whole bunch of things into the mix. And they brought a whole bunch of things which are unrelated to each other. Certainly not. Nor is the Zainab Pratim Fanei Nekudah Really, what they all, they all come to one point. 
they all are they're, they're following a certain theme and that there's t- certain categories within that theme and they're all connected they follow a certain pattern and then within that pattern there is also 12 ways in which it could be interpreted according to each shavit but they're all connected they're not just random things pulled together for no reason or without rhyme or reason as we find in fact in the Medish, as before he starts in the, in the case of the Medish, before he begins to de- tell us the details of each item in the carbon of that particular Nasi, as we said before the Medish gives another interpretation for each Nasi, before he begins the details of each Nasi is a magdid the Nakuda Klolis in the Ramazim for the Nasi. He gives a general overview, a central theme. This Nasi was bringing his Karbanas under this theme, and then gives us the details how they fit in to that theme. For instance, for instance Nachshin, I'll say the Ramalucha. Nachshin, who was from Yehuda, his Karbanas pertain to the, to the idea, to the concept of kingdom, kingship. Nisanul ben Suor was Hashem HaTayra. His theme was Tayra, and all, each one of these details had tied into the theme of Tayra in a different way, and so on. For each one, a different general theme. So we understand that the the overarching theme, which all the Nesim, um, which all the Nesim were being makriv under, there's also a theme which is prevalent in all of these karbanas, and they all fall under that theme, and all of these details that they brought somehow tie into that theme. But in the Rimazim, as Rashi brings, but in the details that Rashi brings, we don't see any over, any thread which goes through the entire, uh, to each one of the details that Rashi mentions. We don't see the connection between the details. In Medish, as Medish has a as an opinion, as the Allah Zacham was the Nesim of Makriv given, all those things that the Nesim brought, and a Kinneged Adayrus Shayim Adam Arishin of Adam Mishkan, where they corresponded to all the, the each generation that went from Adam until the Mishkan was built. The Kinneged Amitzvah Shnetzavu, as well as corresponding to the Mitzvah. So those are the two themes the generations from Adam till the Mishkan was built, and then, in other words, the entire history back, and then the mitzvahs. And as the Medish explains, and as Rashi actually tells us that the, the bowl was Adam Arishim, then it went to Noyach, and so on, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and so on. So it would seem that one could say, as in them, that this is also the general theme of what Rashi quotes. In fact, as Rashi does go on to enumerate the generations of Adam the generation of Adam Rishon, his children, Shivim the seventy nations, the Abbas. Avraham Yaakov, Yosef, Moshe, Aaron, and then the mitzvahs that they were commanded, which is Torah, Aseres Adibris, which are two themes, Tayag mitzvahs, Torah Nevi Maksuvim. We see these things in Rashi, those generations, and according to that opinion, he seems to be saying that. 
So there is already a theme. So as is of kosha, but still, even if we do follow that theme, there still remains a question. Number one, the kasha for maral, the question that the maral asks. What's the relevance of Adam Rishon and Noyach to the to the dedication of the Mizbeach? They are not in the Jew. They were not Jews. They were not part of the Jewish story. We can understand Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and so on. But what is their connection, Adam and Noyach, to the the Mizbeach? Another thing, if that's the, what it's following, the order of the generations, Adam, Noyach, Avram, Yitzhak, and so on, it should have gone according to the order, to the chron- chronology of those generations. Why is it that there is an interruption between those Karbonas that corresponded to Noyach and Avram, Mitkaf Achas, which is Kenegadat why does he interrupt? He first went Adam, um, Noyach, then he goes into Kaf Achas, which talks about the Torah and the Tariyag Mitzvahs, and then he goes back to Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov, and goes, and goes on from there, but he interrupts between Noyach and Avram with a whole, with all kinds of things which relate to the Torah and Mitzvahs, which are later than Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov. We also have to understand. Number one, one spoonful of tears which were weighed ten, ten weights of gold. Is Rashi Mefarish? Rashi explains. Kaf achas, one uh, one spoon. That corresponds to the tear which was given from the hand of Hashem. As I said before, the word kaf means the hand also. Asarazov, Kenegadaserasadibris, the ten weights of ten, the weight of ten gold pieces is corresponds to the Aserasadibris. Then when he gets later, towards the end, when he gets to Elimatudum Kvasim, Zokter Kenegatoirinavimuksubim, over there he says that it corresponds to Tirinavimuksubim, three times five uh, corresponding. Uh, which corresponds to the five and the five commandments which are written on one tablet and the five which are written on the other tablet that's what he writes why then do we need two carbonus to allude to the Torah we already have one about the Torah and ten commandments in the beginning and then there is another reference to Torah why do we need two time, two carbonas to allude to Torah? also need two carbonas alluding to the Aseris Adibris. Another thing. From Lashon Rashi in Zayn Pirush Oif Kvasim. From the words of Rashi where he explains the three species, Elamatudim Kvasim. He says that it corresponds to the Kayin and Levim in Israelim, as well as to Tayr and Levim Muksuvim. It doesn't say, or another interpretation is that it corresponds to Tayr and Levim Muksuvim. Or others say that it corresponds, in other words, separating them into two different opinions, either it corresponds to Kayin and Levim in Israelim, or 
it corresponds to Tere Nevi He says, and to Tere Nevi Miksuvim. Is Mochach, from this it seems, it's not two separate ways of looking at it. In the Meremes for Gimel Minim, the three species that he mentions, Elam, Atudam, and Kvasim, are not, there are not two interpretations what they refer to. They are no, this is Ein Pirush, but he sees it as one interpretation. Both of them are correct. Both of them fit into the same explanation. So the, the Remes Fun Gimel Minim is Kail Dikainim Levim Israel Suzamim Eternavim Exuvim. That the three species, they include both the Kainim Levim Israelim as well alongside Eternavim Exuvim. Is Tamur. So that's a, that leaves a question. Now you're down. Now you're already including six things into these three species. So how do three species correspond to six different things? After Rashi finishes with the remes of the three species, then he goes on to explain why they brought five of each one of those three species. Shloisha Hamishia is three times five, three sets of five. Keneged Hamisha Chumshin, corresponding to the five Chumashim, Hamisha Adibris, Hamisha Adibris, Haksum Aluachacha, the five Dibris of the commandments that were written on one tablet, and the five uh, written on the other one. Dafim Fashtain, so we have to understand about this. The remus from Shloisha Hamishia is Hotnishkin Shaychas to Alefriedike Gimel Minim. The three, the three sets of five, how he explains why there are five of, you know, five chumashim, five uh, asdibris, and five adibris again, they have no connection to the three species, to how he explained the three species. He's explained the three species as kainim levim israelim, teirin levim aksuvin. So the, then how he explains the 15, why there are 15, only pertains to one of those six things that he mentioned and why there are three species, which is Torah. It has no, the Chamisha Chumashim and the five, the ten Zaseris of Dibris have no connection to any of the other things. Blois it has only a connection to one of them, which is Torah. It's the tale of Chamisha Chamisha Chumashim, only Torah is divided into five Chumashim. Thus, haste, as mitten bringing the carbonus in the gimel minim, that by bringing the carbonus of these three species in a musper from chamish, that each one was brought in five uh, multiples of five, is when marames if noch an under nayiminyan. So the reason that there are five of each now introduces a completely different thing, not any of the six things, or at least not any of the other five things, even though Torah is related to it. But it seems that the five. Three times five brings in a whole new subject. Is nishmuva, so we have to understand. Why do we need? So then, according to this, we have to understand why do we need a new remez for the detail of the five chumashim in sugav tzum remez of klolus atayra from the gimel eminim. He already mentioned Torah, which Torah happens to be divided into to five chumashim, but Torah is already covered by the fact that they brought Atudim and Kvasim and Eilim Eilim, Atudim and Kvasim so why do we need a new Remez to bring in that there are five Chumashim 
Another question. From the Seder of Rashi is Mefarish Dishloisha Hamishies, the order in which Rashi explains the five uh, sets of fi- the three sets of five. Friya Hamishu Chumshim. First he speaks about five Chumashim and the Noch. Then he gets to Hamisha Dibris, the ten Dibris that's divided into two ca- two tablets. Is mashma as mit chamish adibres maintenish the aseres adibres is then an oizgekritz in the luchas avonim. It would seem from that that when Rashi says the five dibres, he's not talking about the five dibres as they are engraved onto the luchas, the one actual luchas that Moshe brought. Why doesn't it mean that? For in the luchas anigigavim givarim free of the chamish chumshim, because the luchas we had were given before the chamish chumshim, so he should have said it in order the five and five corresponding to the luchas and then get to the chamish chumshin. the fact that he brings it the reverse order means that he's not talking about the luchas in Yiddish Rashi should have listed the uh, five uh, the five and five as before the five chumashim nor, so rather, what is he referring to? The Aseris Adibris, when he says the Aseris Adibris, what he means is, he means the Aseris Adibris as they're mentioned in the Chumashim. Nah, he's not talking about the Aseris Adibris as they're engraved on the Luchas. He's talking a detail in the Chumashim is also the Aseris Adibris. In other words, as it appears in the Chumashim. And you shouldn't ask the question doesn't this belie what Rashi says the five dibris that are written on one luach and the five dibris which are written on the other luach isn't he referring to the luchas themselves so the Rebbe says that's not a question that, that isn't really a problem why? because the fact that the Aseris Adibris were divided onto two separate tablets is does nish nor the Gashmi is the Ge'inian it's not only a physical thing there were five engraved on this one and five engraved on that one it doesn't just it, that's not all that happened there the reason that they're engraved on two separate luchas is because essentially they are two different sets of laws they are two separate categories each of the five carries a certain category the other five carries another set and that's why they're engraved on the separate luchas so that's what Rashi is referring to when he says there are five engraved on one and five engraved on the other one. Why? The reason is because they're two separate categories and it's the two separate categories that is referring to when he says, when he divides them into two sets. sets. What are the two separate categories? The first of the five of the Aserahs are essentially mitzvahs as positive mitzvahs. Because even that there shall not be any other, you should have no alien gods before me. And the second one, which the third one, which is you shall not uh, carry say the name name of Hashem in vain. They both refer to showing respect to Hashem. Both address I am your God. 
and therefore you should have no other uh, alien gods before me, and you should not ca- mention my name in vain. So they're all really sort of a subcategory of Anoichi Hashem In other words, they also fall under the rubric of Anoichi Hashem which is a positive mitzvah, although in the end they are expressed as a negative mitzvah, but they are still part of the thrust of the first fa- of the first few, which are positive mitzvahs. Anoichi Hashem Lekecha, Shabbos, Kabbalah and then the Tzveta Fimftibris, the second set of the five Zanenala Mitzvahs are all negative mitzvahs. Do not do so and so, do not do so and so. So there is a division of categories into two different sets. Other, or there's another division that it can be seen on. The Ershta Zanebe Ikeben Adul Lamokin, the first five are primarily mitzvahs that are between man and God. Even the mitzvah of honoring your parents, which you might say is an interpersonal uh, mitzvah, is also connected uh, between man and God because because there are three partners in the birth of a person. It's not just two parents. Hashem is also considered a parent. Um, based on our sages, what our sages say, that Hashem compares the honor that you have to show to your father and your mother to the honor that you have to show Hashem. So, in other words, that Kibbutz Aim is also sort of, it's about honoring Hashem, it's about showing honor to Hashem. So, that's all the first five are between Adam Lamakim, Shabbos, and uh, and Kibbutz Aim, as well as the Lesisa uh, and so on. On the Tzveit, and then the second of the five, Ben are all interpersonal. Do not steal from another person. Do not commit adultery. Do not ki- murder. Do not covet what somebody else has. So there are two, in other words, two different ways in which you can interpret that there are two ideas, two different ideas which are contained in the two sets of the Luchas. So we have to understand So therefore, now that we're so going back to what we're saying, when Rashi says that the uh, the five the five of the Chumashim, the five of the two sets of Aseris Adibris, he's not talking about the Aseris Adibris on the Luchas. He's talking about the Aseris Adibris as they appear in Torah. So based on this, since we already have an illusion, not only for Torah in general, because the three already covered Torah, as well as Nevi'im Eksubim, but already covered Torah, not only do we have an illusion already to Torah in general, but even as it's divided in the Chamesh Chumashim, why do we have why do we need a separate allusion to the five sets of the the two sets of five which are in the Chumash if we want to talk about it on the tablet so I can understand but if we already mentioned the Chumash we already mentioned Torah we already mentioned that it's divided into five Chumashim why do we need a separate allusion to the two sets of Aserah as they appear in the Chumash. 
So there's a lot of questions on all of these Rashi's. Hey, so we'll understand about Shaila Klolis by first explaining a general question which comes up in the Eve for the Karbonus and Nesim in regards to the Karbonus of the Nesim. The Karbonus and Nesim is an given Nishta Nedova for Mishkan Bechlau. These Karbonus uh, that they brought were not just a general donation to the upkeep of the Besami, of the Mishkan as Vidiagolus, as some of the other things that they did were. They donated the wagons and they donated uh, bulls to pull the wagons. Those were not Karbonus, those were just a general donation to the needs of the Mishkan. But this was Karbonus l'chanukas ha-mizbeach for the dedication of the Mizbeach. Was the chinach ha-mizbeach had sich oivgetan dafke durch die Sachen was mat makrig v'enay fi Mizbeach. The dedication of the Mizbeach came about through these Karbonus that were brought on that Mizbeach for the 12 days in a row. The soilus blul of Hashem mincha. There was soilus that were the 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 flour that was mixed with oil that was a mincha carbon. Ktairis. There was the ktairis that was burnt on the on the other mizbeach on oila chatzus v'shlamim, and then there was the carbon oila and the chatzus and the shlamim, which are all carbonus that are brought on the mizbeach. The fizes nishmuvan. So based on this, now we have to understand. Was the pasuk hyped on some alam esh nishmedes suganal? The Torah doesn't begin by numerating those carbonus, the animals of the mincha or the ktairis that were brought as a carbon. Was vet nikrav eifemizbeach? Those are the things that were brought actually on the mizbeach. But what does the Torah start with? Not with those things. Nor mit karbonikaris kesavachas. The Torah begins by describing the bowl in which it came. Mizrak echad one a bowl and a plate and a, and a spoon. And not only does he say it like sort of in passing that you know they need they had flour they needed to hold it or something. So he describes it was in a bowl. He goes into great detail about that bowl. He go, um, in the Mishkol he tells us what how much it weighed, v'shabi how much it was worth from the kalim of those uh, kalim. As well as the spoon that contained the ktairus also describes all the details of the spoon. It makes it seem as if these golden and silver utensils were primary in the Chanukah not secondary, because then it would have been mentioned after the Karbonus, the actual Karbonus. But here he mentions it first with great detail. And then he goes on to mention the Karbonus. So what is, how does that pertain to dedication of the Mizbeach? So the explanation of that is, it's plainly simple, simply understood. It has to be assumed that the the, the Ramazim that are brought out from all of these items that they brought for the dedication of the Mizbeach are the Ramazim pertain to the Mizbeach that's why they brought them as Karbonist for the dedication of the Mizbeach somehow they tie into the dedication of the Mizbeach the Hainu in other words in Zei Vert HaRuzgebrachtem Uftu from the Mizbeach and the Karbonist was from Brinkt Oif M these details, the reason they brought these things is because they bring out what the what is accomplished. What's the Mizbeach all about? 
you want to understand what the Mizbeach all, is all about, you bring Karbonus on the Mizbeach, we need to understand what is that all about. These Karbonus, the Ramazim that are, uh, are therein, explain and point out what is accomplished by the Mizbeach. Thus, haste. That's to say, the Nesim by Vayakrivos Kovanel Chanukah Mizbeach. That the Nesim, when they brought these korbanos for the dedication of Mizbeach, they they presented it in a specific order, a misper miyuchad in a certain number, certain weights, numbers which were important to deliver the message that they were trying to convey. In Velches is Merumas the Chiddush was Hotzich Uvgetan the Mit. It, it all is meant to explain or to allude to what is so unique and different about that there is now a Mizbeach. What They're trying to dedicate the Mizbeach, which means show the importance of the Mizbeach. So all these things were there to explain what's so unique and special and different about the Mizbeach. In comparison to how things were before Mizbeach. There is Mizbeach, and now post-Mizbeach, and there was pre-Mizbeach. What happened through the Mizbeach? And those things were there to explain that. The Ilavas is Nishadish Gevarin in the Karbonus, Vos Membrengta if Mizbeach should be Mishkan. What is so unique and special about Karbonus, which are brought on the Mizbeach and the Mishkan? Lagabi the Karbonus, as opposed to the Karbonus, Vos Menachim Gevarin Farmat and Tayre. And in comparison to the carbonates that were brought before Matan Torah, what are they? The uftu for Mishkan Bechlal. What exactly was accomplished by the Mishkan? Is Kimafuris Bekra? Is as the pasuk actually spells it out for us? What's what is the Mishkan about? For also the Migdash for Sachandu B'Zeicham, you shall make for me a holy place, and I will dwell amongst them. As Eden Machn Oif an Or that the Eden are create a place. Where the dwelling of the Shechina is in a very manifest way. Biz, as the Mishkan Gufa is a Mikdash. It's in such a manifest way that the place where Hashem dwells, that the physical structure of the Mishkan becomes sanctified, becomes holy. We refer to it as a Mikdash. A Heligazach, a holy thing. And the same thing could also, is also true for the Mizbeach, which is in the Mishkan. As The Mizbeach gives us the opportunity that any Jew can take an ordinary mundane animal or any other of the materials that are used in the carbon, which is a very mundane thing, and to turn, turn that into a carbon dedicated to Hashem in an in such a way as that you are actually be able to see with your own eyes how this animal or the the mincha uh, or whatever it is becomes sanctified. How do you see that? When you place the the animal or whatever it is on the mizbeach under and along comes a fire from heaven is Eichel dem carbon consumes the carbon. We know that the fire that burned on the Mizbeach was a fire that came down from heaven. It was always there, but it was there from heaven. So you see how something ordinary or mundane was brought as a carbon and then it was consumed by a, a heavenly fire. Made it, it made into a holy thing. 
So that's the message, that's what they were trying to convey. That's what is the accomplishment of the Mishkan and thereby also the Mizbeach, that we can transform something ordinary into holiness. And in order to convey this major accomplishment that happened through the, Mizbeach, through the Mishkan and the Mizbeach, so the brought two different types of Karbonus. The Ershtesu Karbonus, the first type of Kabbalah is Nirmas in the Kalim or Mincha, Victorious Vasinze. They are conveyed by the different bowls and spoon and the different uh, utensils in which they were brought. And the Torah describes them to us, right? The weight and so on, gold, silver. And then also the Mincha that was in there and the Torah which was in there. That's one category. What do they, say, what do they signify? And as Meramez, this category alludes to the Karbonus Vos Mehot They are a throwback to how Karbonus used to be before the Mishkan, before the Mizbeach. Far Mizbeach Shuvah Mishkan. Oich Demelt is given a Karbonus Karbonus because we know that they also brought Karbonus before the Mishkan and before the Mizbeach. As Zabanish given thereby. But when a person brought a carbon, it did not come along with, and not even at the very end, even after it was all over, it never ended in that a fire came forth from heaven and consumed that which they brought as a carbon. Which that fire, which came comes down from heaven, is the physical manifestation or indication that Hashem has uh, revealed Himself, dwells on this mizbeach in this mishkan. How is this brought out in Remes, in the what they brought? The kelim alein on the karbonos minch v'kteres velchegevinusach and the kelim zet menish begolui kanshini and zei. In these kelim. And the, the flower, which is used as a carbon, and the ktairis, which are the incense which they use for the ktairis, they are all static. You never see a change. A gold uh, bowl remains a gold bowl. It doesn't change from one thing to another in its situation. Flower remains flower. Ktairis remains ktairis. It's static. So that signifies one type of carbon, the carbon is used, that came before the Mishkan, that they always remained static, they had no opportunity to rise up, to be el- included into holiness, to become holy, to be consumed by Hashem and so on when we talk about the second category of carbonus, which are oil of achatas, the ones that they brought, which were animal carbonus that they themselves, either in a case of a carbon oil, the entire animal was put on the Mizbeach, or in other carbonus, only the choice parts of it, the blood and the chalev, the fat, were placed on the Mizbeach. So there you see a change to, the, to what happens to the carbon, it is placed on the Mizbeach and it is it, uh, turned into a holy object by being consumed by the fire of Mizbeach. A fire came out and uh, consumed the Karbonus. So there you see the ability for something ordinary and mundane to be turned
turned into to be elevated to change its entire structure its entire entity into something holy that is an indication of what happens once the Mishkan was built and once the Mizbeach is dedicated that now there is an ability to elevate and to sanctify the things which you are bringing in the car- on the Mizbeach and this idea is also brought out in the difference of the, the type of materials that were brought in these two different carbonus. I mentioned this earlier, he wasn't ready for it yet, I just... The carbonus in the, ke, in the Kalim, the carbonus which were in the Kalim, which are a Mincha and Ketairus, and Inishvam Minachai, they are not from the living species, other in Zei is Nishnike Dechayi and of course they have certain chayas but you don't see that there is any chayas and then flower remains flower at least after it's cut off from the ground and uh, and the ktairis and so on and certainly the gold and the silver remain mashenk and the gabonus from tzveitensug whereas the kabonus that come from the other category of what they come from with zainachai they are living animals thus is madamas that indicates as Durch Mishkan and Mizbeach as Nishchazish Gavan the Iluf and Gili Hashras Hashchina as from Adoyim Avachel Machna Chayvektusha that this indicates that by by virtue of the Mishkan and the Mizbeach there is a whole new thing that can happen which is that you can elevate and and uh, reveal in something that the godliness which which is in it that you take something ordinary and mundane and you make it into a living and and holy thing. Zion. The Uftu versus Da in Mishkan and Mizbeach Lachem Atan Teira. This new uh, new idea, which came about in the through the Mishkan and the Mizbeach after Matan Teira, is Bepashtus Songedayt Givarin Inim Zogin. This was conveyed to us when Hashem said, "As Matan Teira is Fabuna Midem Midem." That Matan Teira is connected with the fact that Eden Velam Verem Hamlechas Kainim Begay Kadosh. That the Jewish people will come become a nation of Kayanim and a holy nation. Therefore, they will be given also as Asog mitzvahs, a certain category of mitzvahs, in their mitzvah zakufa, that when you do the mitzvah, it implants into the material with which you're doing the mitzvah that it should become holy. That even a child can understand that these are things which have become sanctified. Every child knows that there are certain things which are holy by nature because they are a mitzvah. And even though it's true that this is not really so much a result of Mishkan and Mizbeach as much as of Matan then Eden which is when the Eden became a holy nation. In other words, were imbued with the ability to bring holiness to the objects with which they do mitzvahs. And that's when they were commanded the six hundred mitzvahs. So this was already something that to some degree also Happened or or was true for the first yid, which is Avram Avinu, was the far is their ongezogavorin and mitzvahs mila. That's why he was told the way Hashem commanded the mitzvah mila is brisi b'sarchem. It's a covenant I make in your flesh. 
Was is in a gather virashi brengtar up from chevet from mitzvah, which then became a an object of a mitzvah. In other words, even Avram had already this ability to some degree that the mitzvah, the object which, with which Hashem told him to do a mitzvah, became sanctified. So even though it started at Matan Torah, it already somewhat to some degree it happened already for Avram Avinu. And the midvet musber which explains the Seder Virashi is Mefarish the Ramazan for Korbanos and Nesim the the order in which Rashi explains the Ramazan that came out from the Nesim we had a question before why the, the order in which Rashi presents them so this will explain that order Miyusad Oif Ramosha Darshan of a Mikra it's true that it's based on the Drosha in other words it's a Medrashic interpretation but it's it's close to the Pshat it lends itself also to explaining the simple understanding of why these things were brought which are divided into two categories those things which they brought which were inanimate gold, silver, bowls and so on and the, the flower and so on they, that he interprets as Ramazim um, allusions to other Marishan and his children and Noyach and his children and the seventy nations. But in Zay is Nishnike Begolde where there is no discernible presence of Hashem in them. And then the uh, those carbonus which were from living animals, that's that he interprets in connection to the Yidin, beginning from Avram, through Moshe and Aaron, those are things which pertain more to living beings because living in this sense means it's discernible that there is godly energy in because that pertains to Yidin, beginning to some degree from Avram Avinu already. Ches is blipped up in Ishvastandig, but we still remain with the question. According to this interpretation, what sense does it make to interpret the spoon, the golden spoon, and filled with ktairis? which are doimim, which are inanimate, and at best, the k'tairis is a growing species, but then when it's cut off and so on, it's not a living thing. How does that translate to teira, aseres adibris, and tayag mitzvahs? They should be of the living species. Is the beer in them? So the explanation is, Rashi is domedayik, Rashi over here emphasizes, as kaf achas is kenegat ha-teiris, nitna miyodai shalakadosh baruchu. That kaf achas, the spoon, the gold spoon, is talking about the as the Torah as it was given from the hands of Hashem. This is what I mean, what he means to point out is that we're not talking about the Torah in general, nor the luchas, but specifically the luchas. It's only in regards to the luchas that we find the terminology that it was given from the hand of Hashem. Also, the ten, the fact that it's ten weights of gold, which corresponds to the Seres Adibris, also Malayak Tairis, which is the Gematria Tariag Mitzvah, Mainton Nisht, the Seres Adibris and Tariag Mitzvah, Farzich. It's not talking about 
the Aseris Adibris as they stand, let's say, as he said before, as a part of the Torah. Nor rather, Bidekaf, it still goes back to what happened, Hashem handing the Luchas, handing the, uh, the Aseris Adibris on the Luchas, the Luchas and Amolif and Tayag, and, and as well as the Tayag Mitzvahs, also that the Luchas also contain the 613 Mitzvahs. In other words, as I'll explain in a minute, but the 630 Mitzvahs, as they are within the Aseris Adibris, as they are on the Luchas. So, in other words, all these three categories are talking about the Luchas. Was nitnu tayag al satel from the luchas tayag as a part of the luchas was nitmi yadus yadus baruchu which were given again from the hands of Hashem does haste meaning to say the luchas and halt naseres adibus the luchas contain ten the ten commandments that's why it's asarozav that's why it's the weight of ten was the aseres adibus and emaleya the aseres adibus are also filled with they are imbued with. Ktoiris, Gematria Tariag Mitzvahs. In the Aseris Adibis, you can also find the allusion to the Tariag Mitzvahs. Birashi Yachim Mefarishgren, as Rashi already told us in Parshim Mishpatim, as called Tariag Mitzvahs, Bechlal Aseris Adibis, saying that all the Tariag Mitzvahs are contained within the Aseris Adibis. There is a way to interpret, to see each one of the Tariag Mitzvahs, which of the Aseris Adibis it pertains to. They all stem from the Aseris Adibis. In other words, Kaf Achas Asarazov Malayak Tairas are all referring to elements of the Luchas. So that explains. So Bibald as Kaf Achas is Meramas of Tairas. Since Kaf Achas is, is alluding to Tairas, Viz is Nitna Meyadushwalash Baruchu. Tairas, not as it is after Matan Tairas, but the Tairas as it was given from the, the hand of Hashem. The far getos nora rain in the eshta sukfen in yonid daimim. That's why it's still connected to the first of the two categories that we just discussed that Rashi is pointing out. That's why it's in the category of daimim. Val dosvas teira mitzvus tuin oif so zover nachevich al mitzvah. This what we said, which makes special, which is special about. What happened after Matan Torah by the Mish- Mishkan and Migdash Mizbeach that they can transform a physical object into a holy thing is as vena id is mekabel Torah. That only happens when the yid receives the Torah um mitzvahs um tuta and when the yid acts on the mitzvah, that's when it has the power to transform the physical. Torah mitzvahs is But when we talk about Torah mitzvahs as they are not as they were given to the Yidden, but as they are in Hashem's hands, the, the uh, delightful object that Hashem has, as uh, the, the Medr even not just as Hashem keeps them for himself, himself, even as he gives them, he's ready to give them, he hands them to the Yidden. They do not yet implant, imbue a holiness into the world. When they're just, they're still in the hands of Hashem, the way Hashem is giving them, then they don't have the power yet, they don't have the accomplishment of transforming the world yet. In fact, we, this is already also taught to the child that is learning Chumash, he knows that already from before. 
as the Yeridus Hashchinah of Har Sinai, that when Hashem Himself came down on Har Sinai, Hotem and Har Nishke it did not implant, imbue a holiness, a lasting holiness into the mountain, into Har Sinai. Vos the far is not is, and there it's because of this. After Hashem receded back up into heaven when he lifted himself off the mountain, which was signaled by the the shofar blowing, the Yidden were once again able to go onto the mountain, which means when Hashem was there at Matan Torah, the mountain became imbued with holiness, but not a lasting holiness. When Hashem went back, so then the mountain went back to ordinary. In other words, that even when Hashem comes down, even when Hashem gives the luchas, it does not yet have a lasting holiness. It doesn't imbue a lasting holiness. Now, Afal became, but however, it's still true. That since during Matan Torah there was a holiness that was imbued into the mountain, was the Fadis and it's for this reason that if someone were to touch the mountain, they would die. Is there Kafkevarim Funzav? That's why the the spoon in which which represents the luchas the the luchas that Hashem gave they're from gold. A tire keli, which is a very expensive uh, um, keli more expensive than the previously mentioned silver kalim and that, you know gold outpaces silver it's much more expensive it's much uh, more dear why was it made out of gold because this is not just a, uh, a, prepar- a preparatory step as the earlier things, the things that happened, you know, uh, in the early ages, this is something which is already much more imminent. The fact that Hashem gave the luchas, which represents, which is similar to Hashem coming down onto Mount Sinai, which means there was already holiness that was imbued into the physical. It's just that it wasn't permanent, but it was already holiness. Therefore, this is an upgraded level of preparatory uh, stage to the full realization of complete transformation of the physical into holiness. And that's why it's represented by a gold keli, which is way beyond a silver keli. And it's, but it's only after the Yidin receive the Torah and they start practicing Torah mitzvahs, only then does it get its full power to be able to transform the world. Test al or based on this, as Torah mitzvahs, mitzad atzmas, nishnirmas, and sudachai. The Torah mitzvahs, as they are on their own before the Yidin begin to practice it, are not included into the living animals that were representative in the korban. Now we'll understand Rashi's explanation in the three species of the lambs. Dosos Rashi taished as the Gimel Minim Zani Keneget Kainim Levinim Yisraelim Keneget Teirim Neviim Aksubim. This that Rashi says that these three types of lambs, which are represented, they their Nirmas, they allude to the Kainim Levinim Yisraelim and Teirim Neviim Aksubim. Maintenish Moses I Nochat Sveitin Remes Teirim Neviim Aksubim. He doesn't mean to say here's another allusion to Teirim Neviim Aksubim. That's not what he means. 
Um bibald as beider mozim shteim bepirush echad, and since both of these, which are ternavim exubim and kainim yisraelim beluvim, are all part of one remes, as he explained before, that he doesn't see it as two separate ones, but as one long remes. Shteim befeir bepirush echad kum tois as a zainafaran zex minim, which means that it would be six. It's not the Varum Kanal, Vertero Mitzad Atzma Nish Nirmizim Minachai. So, since we can't, we don't want six, three to represent six, so it can be that, he's, that from these three you're hearing another remes for Tayrnaviyu Maksubin. Vertero Mitzad Atzma Nish Nirmizim Minachai, because Tayrna is, as we said, is not included in Minachai. So therefore, what's it doing over there in Elam Atudim V'Kfosim? What then is being alluded to, what, what, what Rashi calls Tayrnavim Aksubim by the living animals? Now, the Gimel Minim Zayne Be'ike Keneged Didrai V'srashi Rechantois Frir, Eden. The three species that Elam Atudim Kfosim, they pertain to the Eden. That's what they are alluding to. The Yidden, as they are united, they become one with the three parts of Torah. So in other words, it's not Yidden on their own, it's not Torah on its own, it's as Yidden and Torah come together. In other words, that there is really only three things that are alluded to. It's the Yidden as they are practicing Torah and Mitzvahs, that's what it means. Which explains why Torah Nevi'im Aksuvim are included in the Minachai because it's not Torah as it is in its original state, as it is in Hashem's realm. It's Torah as the Yidden are practicing, and that becomes already a living thing. That is alluded to by the three living animals, and that's why it's repeated again because one time is is talking about Torah as it is Hashem's Torah. And then it talks about the Yidden as Torah is practiced by the Yidden. There it's already alluded to by a living animal. And this comes as a continuation to the earlier Rashi, where he, where he explained that there were two Korban Shlomim, which represents Moshe and Aaron that brought peace between the Yidden and Hashem. What does it mean, Sholem? Sholem means connection. Peace means bringing together two things, meaning that the connection between the Yidden and Hashem, that they brought, how did they make that? Where did they bring together the Yidden with Hashem? Where they merged into one? That was by Matan Torah. Durch unmit, Torah mitzvah, through Torah mitzvah. That's how the Yidden connect to Hashem. So that's why then he also says that the the three species represent the yidden as the the yidden as they are connected to Hashem through Torah or Torah as it's practiced by yidden. And since those three species, the elim tunuach mission, were also actually karban shlamim, is the fun gufa echacha. This in itself is a <coughs> proves shows. As is any connected kainim levim v'Yisraelim that they represent the kainim levim v'Yisraelim. Nishna b'tzad ma'alos ha'malzidin b'chalal. Not just as yidden without you know without looking too closely at yidden, just a general category of yidden. No, 
wie sie seine Mejuchen mit Teure Kenege Tanach, was durch dem Welt der Scholem Bechibbe zwischen Seymet Abim Shobeshemai. There is a part of the Yidin which is a Yid. A Yid has an Hashemah of Hashem and Hashem loves, it's the family of Hashem and it doesn't matter where you are and you're on the hierarchy of Teire Mitzvahs, it doesn't matter. When you talk about Kayim Elohim Yisraelim as opposed to Yidin as a general category, it means we look a little closer. Each Yid is different, has their own category, has their own connection to Teire, has their own connection to Mitzvahs, to how much, how, much, how many... T- uh, on what level does he learn Torah, on what level does he keep mitzvahs, and so on. So we're talking about that level of Yidin as expressed already in their behavior and their practice. In other words, Yidin, ha- as they are connected to Hashem through Torah, not through something that transcends Torah, which is also there for Yidin. But we're talking about the Yidin as Kayinim Levim Yisraelim, which means seeing the Yidin through the prism of Torah mitzvahs. Yud. This explains also the, how Rashi continues. Right after he explains that the three atudim they represent is a He continues in He doesn't move to a new one to explain why there are five atudim elam atudim and kvasim. It's in the same Rashi. That there are three groups of five. Can I get the chamishu chumshu and so on? That explains. Now we can understand it. Since this is going along with what he said, the three groups of five are not something new. But rather, not a hemshach of pirus to geneget teirah. That it comes a continuation to what he said teirah navi mksumim, and therefore there are three groupings of five. Kedait zamad gizayin as dar retzich vegen teirah. In order to emphasize that we're talking about teirah vize vert niskabel by Eden, the teirah not as it is with Hashem, but that as it was received by the Eden, as we said before. Iun is Farainzik Mizayan has become one with them, as we also said before. Nishvi in Posakaf Achaz was red vegan Tayravi is Nitnam Miyadushbarko as distinct from the Taira as represented in the Posakaf Achaz, which talks about the Taira the way it is in the hands of Hashem. So now we're talking about the Yidin, the Taira as it's become connected one with the Yidin together with you know, as we said, Kainam Lavinim Israelim, that the two groupings of three are really connected and integrated with each other. Now we understand why they brought it as a grouping of five. And those groupings describe how, because once the Torah comes down to Yidin, so now it becomes distinct. We have to understand each element of Torah. So now we have to understand groupings within Torah itself. The way the Torah is in the hands of Hashem, given by Hashem, is Gan's Torah ein Inyan. The entire Torah is seen as one entity. Biz as their In fact, that's why, as we see from the fact that Hashem uttered all the Aseres Adibris in one statement, He said them all at once. In other words, that the whole ten is really one entity. 
by when it becomes down to Yidin, so now it becomes divisible into different categories, different levels, and so on. The mitzvah v'shtanik favos Rashi is matik from pasuk oichdem vort kaf achas, which is the reason why Rashi also, when he talks about kaf, he also quotes kaf achas, one spoon. Why does he quote the word one? Lachayr is norma fanis dem vort kaf. He seems to be explaining only the word kaf. Now the mit is a madgi, so why did he add achas? Because he's emphasizing here as that at this point we're talking about Torah as it is all one entity, the way Hashem has it, the way Hashem utters it, the way Hashem gives it. Torah is a red gegeben from Eibushin. Torah as it's given from Hashem, and Nishku can dig vos zian halta says the dibus and notwithstanding, although it's true that there are ten statements in there. And that it's also imbued with the other 613, all the 613 mitzvahs. Still, it's all one entity. Because that's how it comes forth from Hashem. To him, it's all one thing. He could utter it all in one statement, meaning it's one thing. It's only when, and, and it's actually because of the Yidin Zainab Kabul the Torah Mitzvah when the Yidin received the Torah Mitzvah now you begin to hear you begin to appreciate the many many facets of Torah which in a general sense is expressed by the five Chumashim each Chumash has its own subject and theme and when Andere Yinyanim as well as other subjects which are found in each Chumash on these chalkas for mitzvahs and then you see the, the, uh, how the mitzvahs are divided into categories and individual mitzvahs as, the, as in the Seres Adibris that each one of the ten uh, statements is not all just one big merged together thing but that each one is distinct and in fact, they all contain the 600, it all breaks down into 630 mitzvahs. So in those, the way it comes down into the way you didn't perceive it, when it, break, it comes down into separate individual categories, it can be divided into two general categories. The five which are on one luach, Inyon and Fun Hain, which are the positive mitzvahs, Chamish Aksum Alasheni, then the five which are written in the other one, Inyon and Fun Lav, which are the negative mitzvahs. That only comes later, not from Kaf Achas, that can come only after we talk about the merging of Torah mitzvahs with Kainim Levim and Yisrael, Yisraelim. Then we begin to see separate categories. There are the ones that belong on one luach. There are the, says, the five adibis that belong on the other luach. Because now we're seeing them as individual and different categories. On the other hand, the aseres adibis and the mitzvahs which are contained therein, as they are given from Hashem, they are they are alluded to as one spoon. There's one big category, Asarazah, as which is the weight of ten. Nish Chamish, not two times five, two separate categories of five. Because all ten are really one entity. We don't see the difference in categories between <coughs> these five and those five. Because 
the way they are in Hashem's reality, we don't see the difference between the different two different categories of five. Not Allah says it is an all ten make up one entity, one spoon. They all are one the way Hashem has them.